What's up, everybody? This is your man, G.I. Mediums Podcast. Which girl is Lou? Yeah, we are back once again with another Mediums, the podcast. Before we get into the conversation, um, just the formalities, as always, y'all can check us out online. It's Mediums, the podcast on Instagram, Mediums, the podcast on Facebook, Mediums Podcast or at Mediums Podcast on Twitter, or you can email us, mediumspodcast at gmail.com. Boom. I got it right two times in a row. Back on my streak. We in here. And you'll mess up next time. Okay. Hey, anyway. Hold on. Listen, I don't appreciate like why how come when I when I mess up you celebrate that, but then when I do it right, I don't get any celebratory like, oh yeah, you did a really good job, Gia. Congratulations. What what actually, what? actually the last time you messed it up, I didn't I don't believe that I celebrated. So I don't yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I need I mean it's not like we can't go back and listen to the previous episodes and see. Stop just, being petty, G.I. Let's, let's introduce so our I'm guest being, today. I'm being petty because I want you to celebrate my win. Is that what we say? Yeah, let's, let's introduce our guest today. All right, so yeah, we got a guest in here <laughs> in the podcast today. He probably don't want to hear us bicker back and forth. Um, those of you who don't know this man already, his name is Sebastian Cole. He, um, he does things with music, like writing songs, recording songs. Um, I think he's like a part-time stripper. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yes. all things entertainment, you know, he does those things. Y'all welcome uh, Sebastian Cole to the uh, podcast. How you doing, man? How y'all doing? We're good. We are good. We in here um, talking about all things artistry. And today specifically, we just wanted to chop it up with you as someone who has previously, actually, I'll let you tell your own story about your transition, but like, um, but you are full-time, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, full-time doing music, right? Nothing, you know, well, you have other side ventures, but music is yeah. a job, I guess you could say. Yeah, I do, I do lots of things, but yes, music is my, uh, the majority of my work, yes. The engine that fuels the other things is the music. Yes. As opposed to like somebody like me, who like my nine to five allows me to do music on the side because it pays my bills and I can still do the music. Right. For sure, for sure. And, you know, Lissa, who doesn't want to ever be full-time doing her poetry, she nope. wants to work at 9 to 5 and allow the poetry to just be what it is. Yep. So we're all at three very different places in our artistic endeavors. But, um, but yeah, so just talk to us a little bit about the transition of how that happened uh, for you, and, and we'll get more into it after you kind of tell us something about it. Um, I began as a, a church musician. It was kind of like my part-time gig. Um, and then I wrote a song for J-Lo, um, kind of by accident. Didn't even know I was doing that. Was just writing a song with a friend of mine and made it to J-Lo. And then um, uh, I just kind of loaded up the truck and moved to Beverly, like the Beverly Hills building. Black Orange, Texas to Got out to California and just decided I would just put all my hopes and dreams on some rhymes mm. and uh it worked that was about it yeah to say it simply um but i but i began as a church a church pianist and i you know just was kind of writing songs for the choirs that i that i directed and um writing songs for myself locally um and then i yeah after that song for jello i was like i'm just gonna really really put just i'm gonna bet that i can do this and so i bet on myself and uh it worked that's what's up. You know, I, I um I loaded up my truck once upon a time and moved to another city. That wasn't quite my story at the end of my move though. Um mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I had drove to Atlanta, right? I, have I told this story before? I, you know, I randomly just tell stories. Have I told this story before, um, Lisa? I don't know. I don't I have know. To, I mean, I don't, I, it's hard to gather from I drove to Atlanta. So I think okay. I need a little bit more context. So, so yeah, here's the thing. So once upon a time, <laughs> not long ago, GI made no money in life. Now, anyway, um, so I was uh, trying to do this whole music thing. So I decided I was going to go to Atlanta, right? So I loaded up my, my truck, literally my SUV, my truck with like everything I own. Moved to Atlanta um, to go attend. It wasn't like to just like start going to studios or whatever. I was going to the Art Institute of Atlanta. So I decided I was going to try to like make a uh, an educational journey towards full-time artistry. So I, I just loaded up all my stuff one day. I did not have a job. I barely had a place to stay. Like, I don't think my mama noticed for real. Like, if she, I don't think my mama listened to the podcast though. So I think we're cool. But um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a job when I moved. I just moved and found an apartment and um, started. Uh, I found a job after I got there and started working somewhere. Um, I was uh, I was in school, of course, at the Art Institute. I stayed there. I, I ended up staying two and a half years, though, like not having a job when I first moved there. Like I just had all my money or whatever. But the end of them two and a half years, I was like, oh, this is not for me. I don't like Atlanta. And I left. So I, I stayed there for a little while and came back to Birmingham. End of story. No, no glamorous situations happened. I met a lot of cool people while I was there, but uh, I definitely did not turn that into a profitable music career at the end of that endeavor. But yeah, it happens, man. That was the condensed version of my trip to Atlanta. It's a whole lot of stories intertwined <laughs> in there in the middle of that. But, uh, but yeah. So anyway. Moving on. Um, so yeah, so you you were able to transition that to full time after writing some songs for some. Uh, actually, you know, you, you had a couple of big records. Um, of course, the the one you talked about with J Lo was like the catapult situation. Um, and uh, for those that don't know, you had the Alessia Cara situation that popped off that really kind of cemented. I think. Well, I would say cemented, but you might think something else was like the thing that just made it. Boom! This was the one that after this, I, it was no going back. Was J Lo the thing? Like Jello, Jello was the one. Okay. I mean, like at that point, I really, I um, that's what made me get up and move. So mm-hmm. after that, I was just like, all right, uh, I, I bet I, I bet my last dollar on it, and it had to work, or I was gonna be too embarrassed to come back home. Um, yeah. So when you got to, so when you got to LA, what was that like? Because you know, um, LA is a place where everybody's trying to do the same thing you're trying to do. So. I have I have to admit that my process was a bit um, uh, weird. Um, what what happened was okay, so I wrote the song for J Lo. Right before I moved out here, J Lo actually released the song. So I guess about two months before I moved to LA, J Lo released the song. No, no, three months. I take it back. Um, and she released it on uh, American Idol season finale. Right, I remember that. So I flew out for the finale. Um, to meet with the A and R that put the song together, he had never met me, right? Um, and so I meet him, and I'm out with I'm out there with the other guy that I wrote the song with, and he's we're just kind of doing some work since we're in town. And I meet this other girl, 
or woman, I guess I should say, I hate to use the word girls and boys, people get mad at me, but I meet this other woman and she, her boyfriend at the time was uh, like over the writers at BMI. And he was like, and she, oh, she was like, oh, well, um, next time you come to town, just give me a call and we'll, I'll take you around to some sessions. So once I made that bet, I showed up in LA looking for a place to stay. And that was the second phone call I made. The first phone call I made was actually the snipe. Um, mm. who was already in LA, who let me stay on this couch for about a week, me and my cousin. Um, and uh, she she answered the phone and was like, oh yeah, I remember you. Yeah, come with me to this tomorrow. And so I went with her to a session the next day of an unsigned artist. And um, the her, that person's manager was like, oh, you can really write. I've got another artist you should come write for the next day. So I went to that session the next day and the the producer's manager was like, oh, you can really write. You should come with us tomorrow to this, right? And so I just basically did that for three weeks. Just kind of bounced around from session to session. Um, and every session got a little bit bigger. Um, and then by that third week, I met a woman who changed my life named Tish Hyman, who's a great singer and songwriter. Uh, and she was like, are you signed? I was like, nah. She was like, you should come meet this guy with me. And so when we finished that session, she took me to meet the person who signed her. And he also signed me. Okay. Yeah, that is weird. I feel like not a lot of people, that that's not how a lot. I think that's probably how a lot of people envision it's going to happen when they move there. But that's, I'm pretty sure that's probably not how a majority. It's not very normal, <laughs> but that was literally, right. that's literally how I well, that's that's the thing I, I I wonder. Like you, you seem to have like kind of when you got there, you immediately got locked in with some circles of people who could actually help your career. Have you met other artists that are out there just trying to you know string it together and and kind of what what do you see from them, or do you just not be in those circles with those people? Like, what's the interaction with other artists that that are there in LA for you? Well, there's there's always. Um... Let, let, let me let me say it this way. Whoever makes it where they make it, you're always trying to make it. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't care if you're Beyonce or Ben and Jerry, or it doesn't matter. Like you're always trying to make it. Um, you're, you're, you're never not trying to make it. I, I don't know somebody who would tell you they're not trying to make it. We, you're only as big as your last hit. You're only as rich as your last check. So we're always trying to make it. Um, there are people who are, you know, who have more successes behind them than in front of them. Uh, there are people who have more successes in front of them than behind them. Is that, is, you know, that makes sense? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so you, every artist you meet is somewhere on that spectrum. Um, and you meet people who that takes longer for than others. Um, and I, I try to look at them all kind of in that regard. Like, you never know. That person might have a huge hit in front of them. Mm -hmm. They just hadn't had it yet. Um, or that person might have had a huge hit behind them and they'll never have it again. You know, so you meet people and they are just somewhere on that spectrum. So, like, what do you, do you, do you feel like, man, you know, I can tell this person's got something about them. They will will eventually be employed doing a this. A thing. Real. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I promise you, I don't, I don't know what that feels like. I've, 
some of the most talented people I've ever heard or seen in my life that I'm just like, how is this not a thing? Mm. It's not a thing. <laughs> and there are some people who are just like, this is trash. How is this a thing? <laughs> right. That is a thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, right. I, I know some, um, when I say downright life-changing, I've heard some stuff that's just like, oh my God, how do you exist? This is so amazing. What the fuck? I'm sorry. What is this? No, you can curse on him. Yeah, Go for it, bro. Right. I mean, I, you know, I try, I, I try my best not to curse as much. Right. <laughs> but what, like, what is this? You know, so like, this is amazing. And it just never becomes a thing. Um, that All of that is more to the cosmos or the, you know, the gods or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the stroke of fortune. I don't know how else to say it. Um, I guess there is kind of a formula but it didn't always work. If it always worked, we'd only make that formula. Right. 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 Um, it just, it, yeah, it's, that's kind of a formula, but it's not foolproof. And I've heard, some, heard and seen some people that I just knew were foolproof that just never worked for them. So that that's kind of pivots into like kind of what I was hinting at earlier. Like I want to talk about kind of some of the myths behind what it is to be a full-time artist because I don't know that people realize number one how much work it actually is like I think uh people see the quote-unquote freedom of you know working for yourself and like we we get into uh debates about this a lot on the internet about um the the allures of entrepreneurship and how everyone should aspire to have their own be be their own boss um and and how I think mythological we've built up that lifestyle to be where it's like it ain't really it ain't I don't, I don't know that it really works like that like you always working super hard if you're gonna be successful um but like f from your experience like what was the transition like um uh, as far as you feel like you work more do you work less of course you you get to enjoy having more money but like what's that 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 transition of lifestyle like for you bro i cannot tell you the last time that i was able to sleep for more than six hours. Mm. I don't remember that time. And that's not a joke. I do not remember the last time I slept for more than six hours. Um, I, I work all the time. You know? I, I work every day of my life. I'm working on something. I'm working with someone. I, I, something needs to be done. Um, it, now that, that that's not all music. I have to be. I have to be honest, right? Like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, because you have a lot of other endeavors. I got a lot of other take. things. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, but for example, I'm home right now. I came home to launch a restaurant. Was well, to reopen a launch for a restaurant, and I was trying to close on the house. Oh my God! I don't even want to tell you about that. I didn't lay my house closing over a hundred and thirty-four dollars. I don't even want to tell you those. Just trust me. I'm pissed. Okay. <laughs> $134 bro, that I had, that I paid. It wasn't even like they was waiting on me to pay it. Nonetheless, okay, anyway. I came home to launch a restaurant. Since I've been here, I've gotten probably, I've been home a week. I've probably gotten 20 calls, at least, that needed me to record something, right? And I, I don't, like launching a restaurant is hard as is. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't even work in the restaurant. Just, just handling the PR for that, you know, you, you know, if anything goes wrong, you know, help, helping around. Okay. 
I've probably gotten 20 calls from people saying, oh, we need you to write this, we need you to record this. Can you send us a voice note from your phone? You don't even have to go to the studio, just send them something, write this, and then melt it. Oh my God, right? Um, I don't sleep a lot. I don't. Um, the going into business for yourself is not, it's not, doesn't make your life easier. It just makes your life more self-rewarding. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Because yeah. you know that everything that you're doing is really going towards self and not necessarily building somebody else. Yeah. It's the difference between hitting a baseball and taking a sledgehammer to a brick wall, right? You hit a baseball, you just see where it's going. Okay, I hit it that far. That's great. I take a sledgehammer to a brick wall. It's probably going to take a bunch of us to knock this down. It doesn't feel as good. Right. Right. Um, that's pretty much it, though. It's, it's not that there's any less work. And imagine somebody throwing a ball at you every second saying, hey, do that again. 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 Like, do you ever oh just God. be like, like in, and this would be, I don't know if this would be hard for you to answer or if you'll care or not. Do you ever be like, um, okay, I just don't think that I want to do music anymore. Mm -hmm. And then just and just focus solely on the other stuff that music has allowed you to be able, allowed you to be able to fund and do. Only on days that end in day. <laughs> <laughs> um. Then what so, keeps so like you, then what keeps you who, doing it then? Yeah. So when people are like, "Man, I, I'm I'm this close to walking in and quitting my job," that that thought process doesn't change just because you're working. It doesn't change. Yourself. And it may be different from depending on what you do in the industry. Let me let me just speak as a songwriter and producer. Most people who make music before you have to do this for a living, this no matter how much money you make from it is a pastime. Right. In other words, when you finish your job, when you finish taking care of your kids, when you finish doing whatever else it is you got to do, cutting the grass, blah blah. I've got a little time, and I'm feeling kind of creative. Let me go ahead and do this. It's an escape. Mm. But being creative on demand is not that. Right. And that, that's Some kind days of what, you just what don't feel it. talks about. She was like, she don't want to have to be, like, she doesn't want to have to do this. Yeah, too. I don't want to have to do a thing. Because I, yeah. I really enjoy, like, I, I, I enjoy it being a pastime. I enjoy being able to go to work, have a shitty day at work, and come home and do something that I really love and be able to forget about that shitty day at work. I would I not, I would not enjoy going and having a shitty day at work because I couldn't write the thing that I needed to write and then come home and then lose that thing. That was once the thing that made me forget That's about the I'm shitty day at work. I have. That's exactly why I'm not married. <laughs> Wait, what? That's exactly why I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't. I need you to explain that a little bit more. I, I like my partners to be escapes, not jobs and responsibilities. Oh, I never want to oh. be responsible. Oh, okay, for okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that makes, makes perfect sense. sense. Okay, perfect yeah. Sense. I was like... As as the only married person in in the conversation, makes one hundred percent sense. I got you. And I no no disrespect to you or your wife. Right? I love no, you I and your wife. This by is, the way. This <laughs> a, no, that's, so that's a factual thing that you have to be like. So there there is a when we talk about uh, disrupting the 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 mythology of things. Um, marriage. There's a huge mythology around marriage that it's just this one big you know 
man, I get to, I to have sex whenever I want to, and I get to come home to somebody who can. It's like, bro, this is this is this is another job. A yeah. whole other job. Yeah, like <laughs> you you signed up for a full time job again that you never clock out from ever. If you if you meant it when you job said that it, you started out there. loving and you hope you die loving, uh, right. right? Yeah. But there's some days I'm sure that job ain't the wave. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> They just don't seem like a daily wave to me. And the same thing is true with this music thing, man. Like some days I've been called into some sessions with some with some human beings that had the, I, I've never met a bad artist, by the way. Let me let me tell y'all, I just, cause y'all, I hope y'all ain't gonna ask me that. I've never worked <laughs> with anybody that was bad. I worked some people, I worked with some people I didn't like that wasn't my cup of tea. Right, but somebody liked him clearly. Somebody I'm loved him, <laughs> right? And, and it would be wouldn't even been working with him if if nobody liked him, right? You know what I'm saying? So so somebody putting their hopes and dreams on me. Somebody saying, "Oh yeah, we can get you in with Sebastian. He writes hits, right? He will right. fix it." Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know what you calling me for. <laughs> This ain't the way, buddy. Not to me. Now, I'm not saying that nobody can do it, right? I'm just saying, right now, all your hopes and dreams are on me. Yeah. And I ain't got it. Or there are some days you write the most amazing thing you've ever heard in your life. And they don't think it's the wave. Yeah. And like, uh -uh, I don't like this. That's why I was saying. Right. Um, so, so, so every other day, I think to myself, I'm not doing this shit. I'm going to go do commercials. <laughs> I'm gonna write jingles. Go. You're, gonna, you're gonna be uh Jamie Foxx. I'm going to Jingles 2000. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's what I was talking about the other day on the show, Lisa, when I was like, man, you know what? Like in retrospect, I don't think I was ever built to be in the industry because I couldn't be on somebody's label that was like, yo, you need to produce an album. We were talking, it was the budgeting conversation. We're talking about budgeting your time. Like, right. I like the freedom of just being able to say you know what, I think I'm gonna put out a project next week and I can drop a project next week. I don't have to ask nobody. I don't have to. Oh my God, don't even get me to that part. Like, yeah. Oh, we, no, we didn't get to that part. So we have to get ready. <laughs> but there, there, there's no, like, it's, it's only the limitations that I place upon myself, i.e. if I decide this is going to cost me X amount of dollars, then that's how much money I get to spend on it. And I can, I'm the person who puts the cap on that. Nobody else is like, well, we can't spend that much money on you it. You can't spend that much on it. Or, or better yet, man, God, like, oh my God. Let, let's just get into that part. <laughs> so I was on a label. Yeah. I was on a regular label. I'm no longer on a regular label. I went back to being independent as an artist. Mm -hmm. For that reason, I got my own money now. Right. I just, I bet on myself. Right, nothing's worse than you believing in something and them not betting on it. Yeah, you know how bad that hurts your feelings. Yes, because for the most part, they're not gonna tell you it's not dope. They're just not gonna move. Right, it's just this passive aggressive, super like, passive aggressive. Like, like, oh yeah, man, it's crazy. Oh, we gonna call you next week, next Monday, next Monday. Okay, we'll call you back. Okay, oh, we gotta okay, go on vacation. <laughs> oh, we don't get okay, bro. Just, just it, as an artist, you, even if you do it full time, the the best way to do it full time is to make them excited about you first. 
I mean, most people, that's how this works for most people. Most right. people draw someone in there and then the internet comes and finds them. Right. I, I got signed before that wave started happening. Right. Um, so most folks go out and drop something and they go, oh, this is hot. Let me sign you. It's different. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn out to be the same way because they're going to sign everybody. Right. Everybody who make any wave on the internet, they're going to offer them a record deal. And they're not going to, they're going to still require that you do the work. Basically, Basically, record record deals are bets, mm -hmm. but they're not betting on them; they're betting on you, right? So, it's not like a like not like when you sign a record deal, a record label goes to work. A record label is going to go to work whether they sign you or not, right? They're not working on you; they're working on their catalog. That makes sense. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, they don't they don't care if they blow you up. There, there's something that's already working. They're work. They're they're adding that three or four cents to that, mm -hmm. right? And if you come into it thinking, "Oh, I'm just gonna make some music," and then the record label is gonna, that's where you went wrong, right? It never works that way. The record label is not going to nothing, right? Um. So as an artist, which is why you see all these artists spend forever on TikTok and forever. That's a whole separate job, right? That's a whole. Bro, you got to be in the studio all day and then figure out how to entertain people until you can entertain people. Right. You, 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 you got to remain relevant and in the conversation with people. Yeah, you think we really dress like this? No, nigga, we had to stop and see somebody who dressed us. You think <laughs> we just got that good of fashion sense? Absolutely. You think we always know what's popping? No, we got to stop and see somebody else who tells us that this was popping right now. You think we always take this good of pictures with our cell phone? <laughs> no, we got to find somebody who takes those pictures. And I got to have that today. That's not easy. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. not easy. Uh, right. And sometimes you get the stuff for free. Sometimes you don't. Right. And, and, if, and when you don't get it for free, those are $1,800 pants, sir. Right. <laughs> And nobody's gonna nobody's even gonna notice them bitches. At all. They still eighteen hundred. At all. Right. I I I'm saying that because I'm literally folded three pair of eighteen hundred dollar pants right now. <laughs> Did I even get to wear while I was here? <laughs> the bitches just in the bag, <laughs> just in case I have to go somewhere with pants. <laughs> I didn't know I nobody didn't know they eighteen hundred dollars. Uh huh. I said, and then nobody gonna know that eighteen hundred dollars. And they all still won't even know them bitches got me eighteen hundred dollars. No, nope. they were. I have to have them <laughs> on just in case somebody asks. No, nope. somebody asks you what? Where you get the pants from? Oh, <laughs> that's funny. I, I wear that cologne just in case you ask. Hey, what you wearing? And I'm dead. You think I'm being vain, and I'm not. I don't care. Like, I, it wouldn't bother. I'm from out, bro. Y'all know me, know me, know me. Y'all know I'm right. I was some trash bags. <laughs> like, y'all know me, know me, right? But I have to have that on just in case somebody asks, hey, where you get them from? Oh, these Louis Vuitton. What you wearing? Oh, this is Gautier or whatever. I have to do that to give you the, to give you the idea that I'm successful. Right? I couldn't tell you I got this from Target then you wouldn't believe my success. Or you may not believe my success. 
Let me say you wouldn't, but you may not believe in my success. But as long as I say something like that, and it's true, like I never, you can't pull my card and I'd be lying, of course. Right. Right. But if I say something like that and it's true, then I have built the, the I have built the illusion another level. Right. I've made for you a 3D lie. I mean, I'm pretty successful, don't get me twisted. <laughs> but I, it's, it's still, it's Are you though now, 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 I'm, now I'm curious. I don't know. Right, right. No, it's okay if you ask. I, to, now I'm curious. Do, do I need eighteen hundred dollars sweatpants though? No, now, I don't. They're sweatpants. They're not they're even jeans. Pants. They're not even jeans. Oh, oh. They're joggers. Yeah. That's, oh that's, God. I mean, yeah. it's, it was too much at the <laughs> original number, but for it to be joggers, that makes it a whole other level of now, <laughs> right. And I've got about right. I got like six pair of them here right now. Nah, I'm good. I'm just good today, on that. Because I can't wear the same pair twice. Because they'll swear you was just doing I saw him in it on Instagram yesterday. Yeah. Were you still wearing it? Yeah, see, I'm not trying to be a prisoner of that kind of situation at all. I wear the same suit on stage every single day. I said, don't, don't let me complain. I, I, no, I, 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 no, so this, the whole point of this conversation is to kind of get people into seeing the reality, though. Like, that doesn't mean it's a complaint. It's just okay. the reality of the situation is like this is a thing that I have to do in order yes. to see because and then I just think that and then I think a lot of times like like GI was saying is the idea like people see the allure of it right and they be like oh yeah I definitely want to be a full time artist I definitely want to do this but like they're not seeing the realities of it they're seeing the Instagram posts they're seeing all of that they're seeing the eighteen hundred dollar pants without right. knowing that you had to buy the $1,800 pants just yes. to say that you wear the $1,800 pants. Yes, so, and I can't wear them bitches but once. Like, like, th like think about what I'm saying. Here's the, here's the weird thing, right? It, it, is, it is what makes a picture. If you've ever taken like a really, really dope picture, the two different kinds of dope pictures you can take, which is like the happenstancely dope picture, right? Like, yeah. oh my God, that person just happened to catch me at just the right time, at just the right angle. I look amazing, right? Yeah, I've never had that one happen. What's the other one? Right. It is the, <laughs> we really planned this. Yeah. And we had to get the kids together and take a thousand of these just so this person's eye would be open when this person was smiling. Yeah. Right? Okay. Basically, your artist life is that picture every single day so what so i'm gonna ask another question so what what i mean aside from if you have to say something aside from the money obviously what keeps you coming back as an artist or, or as a songwriter um i got okay as a songwriter i love writing songs I, I absolutely love it some days it's not as fun as other days but i absolutely adore writing songs i like the fact that like I wake up in the morning and something does not exist. It doesn't exist at all, mm -hmm. right? By the, by the time I go to bed today, something else new exists. That's crazy to me. I love that feeling, mm -hmm. right? Um, as, a, as an artist, I've, it's become more or less back to being more like a pastime, which I love, right? So as I get those kinds of inspirations that I just kind of want to do, I, I can go record them now. That's cool. I like that. Um, so I'm, I'm in a good balance right now. 
All right. Again, you'll never, you'll never love every session you work. You'll never, you know, it's never, it's never going to be exactly when you want to do it. It's okay. But you kind of fall in love with the process of, oh, that didn't exist when I woke up this morning. I, I get a chance to see things that y'all won't see for another year and a half, two years. Hear things you might not hear for five years. I, crazy. I've heard Usher's new album. I don't even know if it ever dropped. That's, that's I, something I've else heard that I, I wonder about. G.I., I've heard Detox. They just be playing it in, in the studio for no reason now? Yes. Dr. Dre played me pieces of Detox. I've heard it with my own two ears. It is the most amazing piece of music that I've ever heard in my life. I can't explain it to you. I cannot explain it to you. But trust me, I've heard it. And it is that good. And he won't drop it. For what reason? I don't know. I, 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 I can't explain it to you. I don't know. But trust me, I heard it with my own two ears. It is the best piece of music I've ever heard as long as I have lived. Hmm. He won't drop it. But I heard it. Yeah, that won't ever be my story. But I, if I, if I make one amazing song, I'm putting that mug out the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that's how I feel. Nigga, if I, if I, if I, again, if I make, take a good picture, almost falling, you ain't gonna see the back story. I'm dropping that on Instagram right now. <laughs> I hear stuff all the time like, yo, why is this not a part of the world, right? Some of it never makes it to the world, ever. Ever. When I first moved to LA, it was 2012. And that was right before Rihanna dropped. Uh, uh, what was the last thing she did? The album with uh, with the song with Drake. Why, 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 why? Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. That was the album oh. before that. Okay. okay. Uh, which had uh, what was what was the song? Oh, that had "Shine Bright Like a Diamond." That album. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. When I got to LA, every songwriter in LA was telling me they had Rihanna's next single. Every one of them had Rihanna's Okay. Do you know how many amazing songs I heard? Do you know they, how many they, ever made the album? I said they, they, they sent her a bunch of them. She might even cut a bunch of them, but not, not yes. all of them actually made the project. And they, they put them on hold. Oh, man, yeah. we love this. We let, can we put this on hold? That give a person hope, right? Mm. You know how I many, I mean, when I say amazing, I'm talking like I heard some things that were like, Oh, bro, when they hear this, this is going to kill them. You'll never hear it. Or you may hear That's it 10 wild. years from now. It might right. find a home somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's the cool part of it. That's the fun piece of it. Right? I get to hear and see some crazy things. That's kind of that's kind of sub though as the art I mean as the uh the songwriter who you know has this amazing thing that they don't know is ever going to see the light of day and they don't really have any control over whether or not it gets to be seen or heard. There you go. Welcome to the life of a songwriter. <laughs> and the worst part of it, here's the worst part. It's not necessarily that you just don't can't control it. It's when you know it's good like there's some I mean everybody feels like that stuff is good like you know it's kind of like vagina. Right? Everybody think they stuff good. It's a difference between Thinking is good and knowing, right? Every day you don't do your best work. You know, like every day, it, I, don't, I don't care what you, like you get through the day, you mm -hmm. come back and listen to it tomorrow, you're like, eh, right. I could have done that, but it's all right. Sometimes you write something, you know, this is it. And then you get that, you get that uh, piece of hope, right? It's like, oh yeah, man, we're gonna, we gonna cut this right now. And oh, this is amazing. Okay. Now you're excited about it because you got that little, piece of hope 
you just never hear it again. That hurts. And you, and you got to come back and talk to that artist later because you don't want to burn that bridge, right? You want to go, well, what the hell happened with that song? Right. And they're like, oh, man, let's get back in and write again. No, I don't want to talk to you. I don't even like you. <laughs> <laughs> you hurt my right. feelings. Right, you wasted my good song. Yeah, and I can't even take it anywhere else because now, now your voice yours. is on it. And they're going to be like, right. oh, I'm not going to take that song from such and such. Mm. Right? They don't want to burn the bridge. That don't sound so, fun yeah. at all. Man, it is really that. It's... Um, it's, do you know it, yeah. do you know people who have been in that position like um, multiple times and like they never really got their song out there like they still waiting on that first one to break that got out there? Oh man, yeah, yes. Let me give okay. Okay, I don't even know if I should say this. I'm gonna tell this story. the The basis of this story is true. I'm gonna change the names and places to protect the innocent. Gotcha. Okay? Go for it. Okay. I once wrote a song about a happening in the world, okay? So it was very time sensitive because something had happened, okay? I wrote that song when this happening happened, okay? And I wrote it literally for me to sing. And I was excited about it because it was such a good song. Okay, well, at least I thought it was. Mm -hmm. I played it for my people. They thought it was such a good song. At least that's what they said. I wanted to put it out. Nobody moved. Well, the happening died, right? And it was very time sensitive, the happening. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I go on about my life. One day I happened to be in the studio with another artist and they were just asking me to play some of my favorite songs. It's like two years later, I play this song because it's one of my favorite songs. Even though it was about the happening and the happening was over, I really like this song, right? And they say, oh my God, I really love that song. I go, oh, well, thank you. I really, like, I really love it. I want to put it out. Okay, you can if you want to. I do not hear anything else about that song. About two years later, a happening so, happens again. So it's four years at this point since you wrote the song. Yeah, about three and a half, four years. Yeah, close, close to four years. A happening happens again. I think to myself, I have a song oh, is this about, about the, uh, this happening. Oh, wait a minute, are we trying not to talk about the actual song? Because is this about the, um, the one that came out recently? Shh. Okay, never mind, continue. I think to myself, I have a song about this. Yeah. I call my friend and say, we should remix this song. They say, okay. We start remixing that song to put that song out. I get a call from the artist that liked it. And they say, I'm, I'm, I'm putting that out. It's already on hold. Artists in the check-in. Can't let them down at this point. Right? They had a much bigger machine behind them than I have behind me. Mm. I needed to check. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hurt my feelings, though. 
Actually, I'm still waiting on that check. Need to call somebody about that tomorrow. <laughs> that I said that. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of things that you think are yours that aren't yours, things that you think aren't yours that are yours. It's a, it's a weird thing. Very, very interesting. Again, I don't know that I would be built for it because of uh, mm. yeah, it, it works. It, it's it's much easier once you made some money, though. You get what I'm saying? Like, because then you when, be selective, when, right? Then you can be a little bit more, a little bit more selective. There's some people that you can't be selective on because they they richer than you, and you know the check is bigger than what you got. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you can be a bit more selective. You can. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you could take a couple more chances on things. You get to pick the artists that you really like a bit more. Um, you know, I, I, I like this person, so I'm gonna write on their project, or you know, because they'll let you write on their project. And then right. you, you get what I'm saying? Or sometimes you think you like a person until you're in the room with them, and now nah, I don't know, man, about that. Um, the, the saying "never meet your idols" is important to know. There's a reason that you shouldn't meet them. Not that they're bad people. They just don't work the way you think they work. Some of them. Some of them are great. Yeah, I, um, my my uh, my homeboy, you know, he came up doing music or whatever and doing recording. He said that's the reason why he never opened up his studio for, like, just booking sessions. He only recorded people he liked because he didn't want to be having to suffer through sessions of just sitting there with whoever he was didn't like that He didn't like my God, come on, somebody pray, pray. I ain't praying. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I just don't, I don't, it's, it ain't that important to me to make money to just have to suffer through garbage rapper number three coming through laying down this song that I have to sit here now for hours upon hours mixing because they came to my studio to record it. He's like, nah, I'm good on that. Or, or unless you decide I don't mix, I just record, I just record, I'm call Phil Tan for mixing. <laughs> Call a mixer. I don't do that. Right? Like, like I don't vocal produce unless I really like you. Like, really, really like you. I, I know I'm just spend about, like, if I come in to write a song, I'm trying to be out of there in an hour. I'm not going to cut the song on you unless I really, really like you. I'm going home. You figure that out. <laughs> So have, have you have you ever left a session and then heard the song later and you was like, man, what is this? Absolutely. <laughs> Be like, this is not what I envisioned That's at all. That's not what I was doing, bro. Like, let me play my version. This is how it went. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's listen. Hold on. Listen, listen to this. Listen to what now, I did. And now listen to it. Back. Okay. Uh, so right. these, hey, these but if you don't go like with it, go for it, gorgeous. I, yeah, go. Yeah, if you if that's what you want to put out, that's fine. That's fine. I, you know, just write me the check. I'll be all right. But uh, yes, that's happened to me several times. But I've also walked out of sessions and somebody sent me something back and I was like, this ain't what I did. But my God. It works. Oh, my God. There, there was an artist. I, don't know, I can't even tell you his name yet because he's not out yet. But, bro, I did a song. Oh, my God. I wrote the song. Like, I promise you I wrote it. <laughs> but what he gave me back, was like, dear sweet mother of Jesus Christ, what is this? This is crazy. It was, I, I didn't do it this well. You did this much better than me. I say that because this song may never come out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 and 
And that'd be the thing. That'd be it right there. Yeah, but but trust me, one, if, if it doesn't come out on this album, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna leak it. I'm just gonna leak it myself. It's but really you know that what? <laughs> that's that's honestly my theory about why so many projects leak is people's like y'all ain't finna just keep shelving, and it don't even it don't even be the artist. Sometimes it'll be like the person who wrote it. Or who produced wrote it? The producer. The, the yeah. They'll be like, no, nah, we're not just going to keep sitting on this stuff. Somebody finna hear this, and they'll just... I'm going to put it out, it, yeah. right? I'm, I'm, I'm just going to leak it some kind of way. I'm going to tell people I did that. If they pick up some steam, yeah, that's me, right? Here's the original version of it right here, right? People trying to people trying to get heard, man. Like, that's... Yeah. You know, music is only as good as who hears it, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you got to be heard. So, yeah. So, for a person that... It, that wants to not directly since you are an anomaly we're going to say you're an anomaly but wants to follow the cold footsteps in terms of like we just going to take the bet we're going to bet on myself and i'm just going to go for it what is what would you tell them what is something that you wish somebody would have told you before you before you was just like let me pack all my shit and go prepare yourself to be Forget, forget about the term writer's block. Mm. That doesn't exist. Not for you. Right. Prepare yourself to be Rumble Stiltskin, or or you're you're a magician. You get what I'm saying? Like, think of yourself that way. Right. Every room you walk into, you got to make something out of nothing, and be prepared to do that every time. It's not. It's different than being a singer where you can find a song you like and kill that bitch every time. You got to make something out of nothing in every room you walk into. Prepare yourself for that. Right? Prepare that's yourself. A, see, that's why ain't nobody trying to write no nothing. Cause that's no, it's, it's an amazing feeling, though. I keep saying I'm in love with that feeling, right? I have a hard time listening to albums more than once because once I heard it, I'm over it. You get what I'm saying? Because I'm used to hearing something new every day, all day. Right. It's an amazing feeling. But prepare yourself for it. Prepare yourself for them days when people keep taking you to another room. Hey, do that again. Hey, do that with this producer. Do that with that producer. Do it again with this artist. Do it again. Do it again. Prepare yourself for it. Like, you're never done. Do it again. Right? When the, the moment you think you wrote the hottest thing you can write, then think of yourself. Think of yourself. That's the worst song I'm going to write today. Damn. Yeah. yeah, and again, I say, that's why I'm, I don't think I'm built for that. Yeah. Your boy would be taking months to write one song. <laughs> you can get to that. As an artist, you can do that. As a, you get what I'm saying? As, a, yeah. as an artist, right. you got an album you're working on, this could take three years. This is why I have to wait so long. Right? Because this one artist might have this one song they really want to put on this album that they're not done with yet. Right. Right? But as a writer, I got to be on point every time I walk in the room. And, I'm, so and I probably got, you know, especially once you really get a name for that, like I'm well known for a couple things in LA. One of them is I only want to hear your song one time. Play me the track one time. It's it. I'm going to walk out of the room. I'm going to come back and sing you a song. That's what they know me for. Now, sometimes that's easier to do than other times. Some stuff, it just hits you. And you really can't walk out of the room and come back in with a verse. Right? That, that really works that way. Mm -hmm. 
sometimes it ain't so much that. So if I stay in the room too long, they think I don't like it. Because <laughs> I'm known for walking out of the room. Right. Once you get that that kind of branding on yourself, so if somebody go, oh man, man, G, I came in here and we did this song, bro, 35 minutes, it was a banger. You almost hate for somebody to say that about you. Because now every 35 minutes, somebody looking at you for a banger. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I wonder if, if Jay-Z ever like had to succumb to that, like he gonna write everything in his head, now it became a thing, or if he is it's just that much of a savant. Where yeah. it's like- It's probably everything. a little bit of both. I, yeah. I do not own a notebook, yeah. I do not own one. I, I do not write songs. I only sing them. You cannot find the lyrics to my songs anywhere until I type them for publishing. Right. And most of the time when I type it for publishing, I have to get them to send me a copy of the song so I can hear it and tell you what I said. Yeah. Right. That's a habit now though. Right, it's a habit. Um, but because it's a habit, people expect that. You feel right. like, and it, it ain't always and that And it just easy. becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't always that easy. It's a habit now, though, right? It's a part of the brand. Now, another question for you. Now that you're independent, are you happier as an artist now that you are doing your own thing? Yes, definitely happier. Um, because I because I do not I, I can control I can control my own vision, right? In other words, I never have to post a picture of me anywhere. I don't like taking pictures, right? If I just mm -hmm. want to use my album cover for the rest of my life, I can. I, I, I don't care if you like this song. I just want to drop it. Yeah. I don't care what you think it's going to do on radio. I just want, I just want to say this. I, I, I don't have anybody to answer to on that. I pay for this myself. I ain't got to make you no money. I don't care if this don't make a dime. I felt like putting it out. I got that. I have that as an as a option. I don't have a boardroom of people telling me, oh, you need to work on this hook because um, it's almost radio. I don't care. I, that, I want it to sound like this. So that makes me happier you. as a creative. So do you think that that has allowed you like a little bit more of a balance on the, um, on the music end of things to where you now have like, okay, like on the days where you like, man, fuck this songwriting shit. Now you have that pastime again. Um, I still have it as a pastime, but normally I, I only, like when I say I use my own artistry as a pastime, I only write for myself when the spirit moves, right? I right. can go years and never write a song for me. I got to feel it, feel it, feel it. Right, like it's got to be something I really need to say. I'm not the kind of person who's just going to sit around and write something because it's catchy for me. I don't care. I don't, like I so do that for other people. So yeah. how long did it take you to to do your latest project how long was that in the making like in hours or like oh no just like in the span of like oh, I did it you worked on it for span for of let me think let me think and while he's singing if you don't if y'all don't know Sebastian Cole I, I'll say recently because it just recently got on streaming um but a while ago dropped what do you what do you want to call it? Was it the EP? Numb is the name of the EP. Yeah, no, I know what the name of it was. I didn't know if he 
what he wanted to call it. But yeah, I had recently dropped a project in EP. Um, it came out a while ago where people just weren't paying attention for real, for real. Yeah, that's a whole other thing, but yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you haven't checked that out, definitely check that out um, ASAP because it's really amazing. I really love Thank it. Thank you so much. Thanks. Even, because all- I will, and I was actually going to tell you this the other day, when you even like get your least favorite song on there stuck in your head, that means it's good. Because I, <laughs> because, because I had I had November rain stuck in my head, and that's I your least favorite song. Oh, yes, that is actually like my least favorite song on there. Like if I skip any song, it's that song. But it's no, me too like, though. I didn't know because it's so it's so it takes a lot to build. It's my favorite story so, on that one though. So yeah, so like, but that song was stuck in my head for like two days, two and a half days in a row. So I was thinking, I was like, so even when like your least favorite song gets stuck in your head, then that means that it's still pretty good. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, that probably that that took me. It was kind of an accident. I didn't even mean to do that as an EP. Um, what happened was normally what end up happening is I go to a studio session. Let's say I got three hours in with a person. I write them a song in like thirty minutes. I got two and a half hours left. I ain't ready to go home yet. Let me do this. Um, so I get free studio time. I literally, it was, it was going to be called the free EP. Um, I didn't spend a dime in recording that. <laughs> oh, <well>. <laughs> <laughs> Not one dime of that came out of my pocket. <laughs> it was kind of throwaway time from other people's studio sessions. Hmm. Right. Um, so if I got like 30 minutes left, I'm like, oh yeah, I got this idea, let me do this. That's exactly where Boys Break 2 came from. I did, that's why I didn't have any music to it, right? It was just like, oh, I feel like this. And actually, um, Shallow was the same way. Shallow was originally an acapella track. Oh. So you hear me singing, <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. That's me yeah. singing that, because there was no music at first. And then I found somebody to put music to that. That's why I ooh throughout the whole song, because it's really an acapella song, nonetheless. So it started out like that, right? So, I, But it was just kind of like, uh, I feel like doing that today. I want to tell this story today. So I just kind of did. So it, it, it was never like, a, oh, I intend to make an EP. I didn't intend to make an EP. So I don't really know how long it took. I did. Yeah. But I think that maybe that's what makes it better, though. Because you just did it. Because you just did it. And I mean, from what I see, it was very, it was received very well when people finally started people paying heard attention. It, people people right. have been responding to it very well. If you hadn't right. heard it, please go stream it today. It's a really good thing that you did. It is. It's really, really good. I really like it. Like I said, even my least favorite song gets stuck in my head. So I appreciate it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, we definitely appreciate you taking a little time to stop through our podcast and talk to us. Hopefully some of the artists have been able to get something from, you know, our conversation about the the frustrations and the joys of being a full-time artist. And, uh, you know, it's a conversation we're going to definitely continue to have as we have more people through and as Lisa and I share our stories. But man, definitely appreciate you taking the time out tonight, man. Man, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate that you guys are having this platform. Thanks so much. That's what's up. All right, people, we are going to be out. Y'all make sure y'all go check out Sebastian Cole Numb uh, at Sebastian Cole on all social media, correct? Absolutely. Cole with a K. Sebastian Cole on all social media. Once again, we are Mediums, the podcast. It's your man, G.I. It's your girl, it's Lou. 
Y'all make sure y'all check us out on all the other platforms we are on. That is Mediums, the podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. We are Mediums Podcast on Twitter, or you can email us if you have any other things you'd like to hear us talk about on the podcast. That is mediumspodcast at gmail.com. Man, I am so good at doing this right now. I don't, I, I just, I should retire from doing the intro and the outro from right now. Just it's recorded. But I cut it and paste it. Nah, nah, it's, it's, it's got to be. No, because it makes it good when he screws up. So we appreciate you, Okay, so see what I'm saying? <laughs> she said it. She confessed to it. See it what I'm up. saying? Yeah, she said it. Anyway, man, we up out of here until next time. I didn't time. say it. You I did say, say it. it. Har- and I was gonna, Harper said it. Harper I'm going to put like some extra reverb on this portion of it and delay in effects and make this into a post <laughs> by itself. Anyway, I get man. to be I get to be mean because I didn't do no sound effects today. So whatever we out of here next time, man. Y'all go create some peace. Peace.